Well, Bula and Bula Binaka, thank you so very much. There is some of the things we do, and we are so glad that we can reach out to the people for the sake of the gospel so that people can come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. So thank you once again. Thank you so much, and it is from the bottom of our heart this morning. Today I want to share with you from God's Word, which is very important for us, and to know and to understand how this thing works, uh, that is another thing. So sometimes they don't work the way we think. So we must have having some technical difficulties here, but nevertheless, we'll figure it out soon. Yeah, we like the expect to do this. <laughs> but nevertheless, we are so grateful to the Lord for the blessing that he has been us throughout these years. And from the church here has been a tremendous blessing to us in achieving all that work that we are doing. So we are so grateful for the Lord and the blessing that he has been. So this morning I'd like to share with you a command. It's not mine. I don't want to command you what to do, what not to do. You know, it is God's command. God commands each and every one of us. Are we fulfilling God's command? He wants us to. He gives opportunity to every one of us to follow the command that is given to each and every one of us in the Bible. It is not only pastors are commanded to do the work. It is not only the missionaries are commanded to do the work. It is all together, putting our hand together, reaching out to the unreached and those who are dying and they don't know Christ as the Lord and Savior. We are very honored this morning to know him as our Lord and Savior. Are you? Are you glad? Are you excited? You know, praise God. We know that we are excited because we know the Savior. He lives in us. And I'm glad that I know him as my Lord and my personal Savior. He died for me and he gave me the command. And I need to fulfill God's command in my life. It is individual call. And we, as we have read the scripture this morning from Deuteronomy chapter 6, from verse 4 to verse 5, and we'll just go through it quickly. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. How many believe that? Ah, there shouldn't be an hesitation of saying, Yes, I do. I do believe that my God is one God. And uh, I'm so thankful that I serve one risen Savior who rose. And he's a coming king. So I'm glad that I serve one God. And the Bible says again in 5, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? With all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. That is his command. Don't get offended on me when the word is so hard and sometimes it comes, you know, hard to us. But this is God's word. It brings excitement into our life. It bringing all kinds of challenges in our lives. And it motivates us. God's word motivates us. God's word gives us the encouragement that we need that nobody can give you or give me. It's only through his word. So we are able to see that, that God's requirement here is that we love him. And we need to know that we love him with all our heart. And the Bible says, and this word which I command thee, that you and I, this day shall be in thy heart. <clears throat> So God's word need to be in our heart today. 
You might say, oh, I know that. Do we really? Is God's word is really settled in our heart today? Are we doing what we are supposed to do as born again? There are a lot of things we can ask to ourselves. Am I fulfilling what God's command us to do this morning? And am I doing it joyfully? Am I doing with, you know, with such a thing that God wants us to do? This one is verse 7, he says now, and thou shall what? Teach them diligently unto thy children. And that is a great responsibility that God has placed in our lives today. To teach his word diligently to our children. So that they can walk. And then the Bible gives us, you know, all the instruction here. That what we need to do when we sit up, when we walk up, when we lie up, and when we raise it up. It gives us this command. That this is what we need to do. This is what we need to engage ourselves in this morning as the Lord has given. Verse 8, he said, we need to bind them like a sign. And when it's in our heart, we know that he, it, it has have a great lodgment place in our lives. As we see, verse 9 helps us to understand that thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on the gates. Every place we need to display God's word. And the most important thing is that God's word needs to be displayed in our lives. And it needs to work in us and through us. In Matthew chapter 22 and in verse 37 and verse, up to verse 40, the Bible says here, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love thy, God, thy Lord thy God with all thy heart. And again he says, with all thy soul and with all thy mind. We need to love God. God loves us. And he loves us unconditionally. And then he says, this is the first and the great commandment. God gave this commandment to you. This gives to us, everybody. We need to follow and listen and do what God wants us to do because we follow his commandment. In verse 37, he says, and the second is like unto this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So we need to continue loving one another as ourselves. And then he says, on these two commandments hang all the law and or the prophets. This is all God is giving to you and I to understand and do. And this is what we do. God's love needs to be demonstrated. It is very important to overlook and see if I'm demonstrating God's love the way he commanded to me. Am I going out? We need to go out and reach out to the people. And this is not in nice places. This is not you know, in the cities and towns. This is on the mountains. You have to go hours to get there in rugged roads. Here I'm driving on the Australian road, man. Hardly I can see any potholes. <laughs> but there, we need to go like a potholes that your car can be lost. And you look around and say, where is the road is? We have to go. God's command. These people need Christ as the Lord and Savior. Everybody in every part of the world know, need to know Christ as this Lord and Savior. You need to be willing to fulfill God's command in your life first. You need to love the Lord your God with all your heart. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, we love any people that comes and interact with you, whether what race they may be, what color they may be, doesn't matter. Many times we just put, you know, oh, I, this is not my people or this is not my kind. But God says love everyone. We need to love everyone. So we go to everyone and we sit with them. We minister to them. 
and they come to know Christ as the Lord and Savior. Isn't that exciting? Because these people think, you know, I've been going to church for my life. I was born in Christian family. All the generation is going to church. And they said, that make me Christian. But they don't know they need to be born again. They don't know they need to repent from their sin. They don't know they need to invite Jesus in their life. And there are many today sitting in churches, they think that they go to heaven. But they don't love the Lord their God with all their heart. If they do, they will demonstrate that love by loving others. So these are some of the conditions we face. To tell people that Jesus loves them, and not only telling them Jesus loves them, but also demonstrating his love the way the Father demonstrates his love through Christ, our Lord and Savior, on the cross of Calvary. Today, he doesn't want us to do the same, to go and die for somebody. But here, he wants us to be very practical. We need to live a very practical Christian life today. Not with words. I could have gone there and said, oh, this is the gospel, or God loves you, that will be okay, you'll be fine. But God put, there is a need there. If I love God with all my heart, I'm not only just praying about it. I'm not just only saying things about them. I need to be practically practicing what God has given to us. So I said, I witnessed, and I saw the need. What should I do? I can close my eyes and go away. I did what God wants me to do. I went that far. I gave them the gospel. They come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Or I can walk away and say, okay, that's not my job. Somebody will do it. But God laid that burden in our heart to be very practical. And that's what we go with a very practical expect to help them. And to know that they will understand this love that we are talking about. As we understand this love when we come to know Christ as our Lord and Savior. When he came into our heart. When he became our Lord and Savior, he loved us so much. So we need to love these people. We need to help these people. We need to go extra mile when God asks us to go extra mile. We need to pray with them. We need to, you know, sit with them. We need to counsel them. We need to show them how God's love is all about. And when we are sitting there and when they came to know the Lord, the old family bowed down before the Lord and Asked God as their personal savior was this because they didn't know that. They think that they are Christian. They thought that going to church make them Christian. They thought born in a Christian family make them Christian. They thought we are okay. But in reality, they didn't know that they need to personally invite Jesus in their heart. They need to repent from their sin. They need to acknowledge that they are sinners. They need to acknowledge that, you know, Jesus who died on the cross of Calvary for them as well. It was like that. That's my race. That's what we know. That is what I do. I bring all the things in front. My race, my culture, tradition, everything mixed together. But God wants us to know that each and every individual come to repent and acknowledge him as the Lord and Savior as they did. They came to know Christ. But here when I was sitting and 
witnessing to them, when I'm sitting and looking at them, they're living in a very remote area. It took me two and a half hours to drive there in that mountain road. And when we sat and talked with them, we saw that they were, they were sleeping on the dead floor. We saw them, there is a little, just mat, you can see, they put on the floor. They have seven children, including the baby. They were so desperate. And they needed help. And uh, my heart went for them and said, Lord, help me so that I can help them. It's not that they come to know Christ. Oh, I've done my job. Hooray. Lord, thank you. Saul came to know Christ. And don't even bother about what they're going through. In mission, we, we go, we sit, we talk, we see the need. And we put our hand together to do what God wants us to do. And that's what they did. They came to know Christ. They came and they got baptized. And we are so great and thrilled that they made business with God. Because they found Jesus in their heart. And they come and there's children, they come. They come to know Christ. They come, we sit, we counsel with them. We take things, we give them as you have been very faithful in prayers. Where you are, you are very, very faithful in giving. You are very faithful in every aspect. So that each and everything you do in your life today, as you give, we are able to do in the mission to go and see that we will be able to reach these people for the glory of God. We share the gospel. Isn't that exciting? The people come to know Christ because of your faithfulness. It is not me. I cannot do that. I would not be able to do what we are doing today. It is because brethren like you who have stand and steadfastly praying. And I'm so blessed to say that and like to thank you from the bottom of our heart for what we're doing. We can do more. Because our heart needs to respond. We are responsible for what God has brought to us and what God has given us, what I can do for the glory of God. So our heart response should be that first that we need to cry, that we need to have a crying at heart that fall before God. And that is what we do day in and day out. We pour. When we, I saw the need, my heart melted. I said, God, what I can do? What I can do to help them so that they can have a nice place to sleep. You know, the worst thing was that, you know, I saw the rats, you know, the big ones coming under the carpet, that mat, running in this corner and that corner. And that was not a very healthy condition for them to have because they are working hard what they have in the mountains. They bring it down and they live on that. But there need to be someone who need to have their heart to go and say, we will bless you. We will do what God wants us to do. So we cried unto God. We need to cry daily to God. For people, for families, for friends, for everybody we know that need to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Our heart need to cry unto God. We see here in Psalms 119, in verse 145, the Bible says, I cried with all my heart. Hear me, O Lord, and I'll keep that status. We need to cry unto God with all our heart. We need to pour out before God 
so that we can be able to show practically demonstrating God's love to the people that comes to know Christ as their Lord and Savior so that they will uh, able to you know, live a life that is pleasing to God. 146, in Psalms 119, verse 146, the Bible says, I cry unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimony. God has saved us, and that is the greatest miracle he's performed in my life. I don't know about you. That is the greatest miracle. Every day, every minute, I thank God for this miracle. I wouldn't be standing here today if you wouldn't have saved me. If you wouldn't have called me, and I'm great that he has called me out of what I was as a Hindu. And I thank God that we can keep our testimony. And it is a great thing to have our testimony to show them that God is real and he loves us so that we can help, so that we can build, we can sit, we can give, we can do great things for the glory of God. We can reach out to the people in the ways and means we can. The days are getting shorter. We don't have much time left. Either we're going to go or the Lord will come quickly. Aren't you excited about that? You know, this, this pandemic has taught a lot of lessons. And some are living in fear. I don't want to die now. What will happen to the world? Don't look at the world. You look at the world. If the world is too much in it, then we are living fearful life. If Christ is in us, we look to him, we focus on him, we'll do what we can do to reach others for the glory of God. And that's what we do. We get there. And we see the joy of the Lord in the life of people as they come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. That is exciting, isn't it? It's exciting in one soul come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. Man, I can jump and shout. Hallelujah. One sinner repented from sin and come to know Christ as the Lord and Savior. The whole family came to know Christ. I'm training that young man to be in our Bible college so that he can be trained and he can live in that mountain and reach out to the other community. He can talk his language. He can help his people. And he can be doing the work that I can't do, that I can't go every day. I can't go every time there because it's too far. And sometimes you go, it's rain, you're stuck there, you can't come back. So there are a lot of issues. They can't run away anywhere, but they need God. They need that gospel. They need to be taught. They need to be educated. And here we are. You know, that is a commandment of God. That how we can teach these people God's word. You keep them with God's word. So that they can stand there and preach the gospel. So that there are many like them that don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. There are many there They think they know but matter of fact, they have not made the profession of faith knowing Christ as the Lord and Savior. Isn't that sad? Today we can see that in many in the churches, but many don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior. Many are coming to churches for all these years and time, even don't have come to realize that they need the Lord as their Savior. So we can impact in the life of these people. We can impact with the gospel. Let the Lord work in their life. Let's get together. Let's put our hand together for the glory of God. It's not only one man's job. We'll see. God will do his work. Secondly, 
We need to have obedient heart, a heart that is obedient. Is our heart obedient to fulfill God's commandment? Is our heart obedient to keep God's commandment? Am I loving God the way I should love Him? Am I loving others the way God wants me to love them? So that is very difficult, isn't it? To love everybody. Because we, we, sometimes we don't feel comfortable by loving others. Why we should go and love that people? Because it is not my kind. He doesn't speak my language. And their, their condition is that. Today it is sad to say that we feeling so comfortably where we are. We need to get out. We need to cry before God how I can be involved. We can cry before God with an obedient heart, heart that is obedient and saying, Lord, here I am. Lord, I will go. I have to walk extra mile, Lord. I will do it for your glory. Even somebody recognize me, what I'm doing or not, but I will go and I will do. Even somebody will come with me or don't, but Lord, I'm ready. Because I love you with all my heart. Because you have gave your life for me. You know, my condition was so worst. You know, I was, you know, uh, in the dark pit. Lost in this world. Have no hope. And have no idea about salvation. Have no eternal values or security of myself. Till Jesus came into my heart. He makes the difference, isn't he? Get excited. Jesus makes difference today. He makes great difference in our lives today. If we have a obedient heart. A heart that's obeys. I'll be here. I'll do what I can do. I will go. If I have to go. I will give if I have to give. If I have to do anything for His glory, I won't hesitate. But I will go. I'm not going to wait for somebody. That is called that my heart is obedience to do the will of Father. I'm doing what God wants me to do. Because I have an obedient heart to do what God wants me to do. In Psalm 119 verse 11, the Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. See, this is a wonderful place that God wants to live. His word needs to be lodged in our heart that we may not sin against God Almighty. Many times, when we do not fulfill God's commandment by loving and caring and doing things practically, which God wants us to do, we ignore the fact that God wants us to see. We just like, you know, like uh, the story that Jesus told about this lawyer who came and stand before and want to justify himself. And saying, who's my neighbor? Jesus told the story, you are well aware of it. Sometimes they are, that's good for Sunday school children. Oh, I've learned that many times. But look at that. What character you play? What character I play in the story? Am I a lawyer standing and justifying? Pastors can do the work. Others can do the work. Ah, it's not my time. Or oh, I'm playing the character of, you know, uh, that uh, uh, thieves who came and they beat him, killed him, and left him half dead and went away. Or oh, are we the Levites or the priest? Many times we refer ourselves as a good Samaritan, but we sit, we don't do, because we don't have that heart, a heart that is obedient. We need to have obedience to go. We need to be very practical 
in doing what God wants us to do. Psalms 119 verse 34, the Bible says, Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with all my heart. Today is the problem is in our heart, isn't it? Amen? Yes, it is a problem in our heart today. So we need to understand how we can observe God's law. How can we understand God's word? Because I want to do it from my heart. When I read his word, I want to read with my heart, not thinking that oh, that's my duty. Oh, I'm going to just fulfill my task because I have to, having devotion in the morning, I have to fill all these things that I'm doing. Now it should be from your heart. When you do things from your heart, then you see the blessing of the Lord. Then you see things comes and you are engaged in the work in the ministry of God. Because I want to do with all my heart. This is what we do. We go. We take things. We labor. When we are in shoot, we are shoot. When I put my overall, that means work. And Brother Kevin knows very well what work means. He's been there. He thought he's going to come and preach only, but I make him to work. Isn't that exciting? So that is what we do. We go. We took the metal. We are showing not only him, but rest of the people in the community, this is God's love. We love you people. God wants us to love you. You know, my background is from a Hindu background. My background is from Indian background. They are from native Fijian. So I don't put that on native Fijian, that side Indian, this side. That has been in our country for many times. We need to break that barrier. We need to go with them with that love. We labor together practically and able to give him a decent place to live. At least we take siblings, plant them so that they can have food. So we need to be very practical. And all with our men, we go and do what God wants us to do for his glory. Because that soul is important for us. Again, the Bible says here in 119 verse 36, it says, Incline my ears unto thy testimony, not, and not to covetousness. Many times, we are just like saying to what is mine is mine and I'm going to keep it. Doesn't matter if somebody dies. It doesn't matter if they come to know Christ. Doesn't matter about this missionary. Doesn't matter what is happening in the world. Doesn't matter with my family. But what is mine is mine. My time is mine. My talent is mine. My treasure is mine. And I want to just keep it for myself. A day is coming, my friends. We're going to stand before God. Are we living a life that is pleasing to God? 69, he said, the proud have forged a lie against me. But I will keep the precept with all my heart. People will talk about you. People will criticize about us. People will say all kinds of things. That's fine. Whatever they may say. Glory to God. If your heart is in God. If you love him with all your heart. That doesn't matter. You won't be disappointed. You won't run away. Because somebody has something. Somebody has something. And then we said, oh, I'm offended by him. If you love God, you're not offended by anything. God's love makes difference in our life today. His love makes us, even though how offending that person may be, but God's command is what? Love the Lord thy God with what? All our heart. If we love God with all our heart, I, I, I'm not worried about who offends me. 
I'm not worried about who says things about me. I'm not worried about what is happening because I love God and I want to be very practical about that. And even to love them. Even I don't like it. That's, that my flesh says no. My flesh, my flesh is holding that grudges. But if you love God, you're going to say no. I will love them even they don't. Because I need to practice God's love in my life, in my heart, so that I can love him. Again, in 161, in Psalms 119, the Bible says, Princes have persecuted me without cause. You're going to go through persecution. But it's a my heart standard in our way of thy word. If God's word is in your heart today, and you're living in God's word, you don't have problem with whatever the persecution you face. You will go and you will do things because you have a very obedient heart. Because obedient heart is a blessing to others. Amen? Yeah. That is a blessing, isn't it? You obey God. You fulfill God's law in your heart. You do what God wants you to do. Together, we are laboring. Together, we are going to do things. And it is just a blessing. Because God has blessed us in abundantly in our lives. In our families. And I need to have that kind of heart obedient to God so that I can be a channel of blessing to many people I interact in, day in, day out, wherever may be, whatever situation it may be. Because one day it will surprise you and I, when we walk in heaven, somebody will say, Pastor Christy, thank you. You are so faithful praying. Here I am today. Thank you for giving because through that I was risked. Somebody shared the gospel. And I'm here today. Aren't you made you glad that, you know, I was part of that ministry? Oh, God, thank you. We play all our part because in obedience to what God has given to you and I to do for His glory and for His honor. Romans chapter 16, verse 19. This is not my word and don't get offended. This is God's word. And God's word says that for your obedience has come abroad unto men. And I'm glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet... I would have you wise unto that which is and simple concerning evil. Look around us today. Anything good you can see? Anything good happening in the world we are living? Every place you go is full of evil. Because our heart is full of evil. And that's why we need to have God's word in our heart to change our heart to change our thinking, to change our motives, so that we can see things clearly through God's Word. And we can be getting engaged through God's Word. We can interact with people through God's Word. It's not about me. It's about God and His Word in my life, in loving Him and loving others at the same time. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. That's, that's a great joy to know that what God is doing in us, even though there's so much is happening around us as we go, as we save, as we do things, you know, we have Nehemiah Project. You may have heard, you may have read many times in our newsletters. This is practical. We go help each one as we see need. We sit with them, we reason with them, we counsel them, we help them. And because we love them, we are able to walk extra mile. We need to do things for the God of God, to God for His glory. Because somebody needs help. And sometimes we Christians are very silent. 
We are very comfortable where I am today. Just like children of Israel in the book of Agai. They thought it's not time to go build. They were sitting down. They're building their own palaces. And they want to do their own when God says, Get up, go, get the timber, build, consider your ways. Are we? Can we say fully to my heart this morning that I will consider God's way in my life for his purpose, for his glory, that he be honored in my life today. So one day when I stand before him, he will say, come my faithful, well done servant. Come and inherit the kingdom of God. My friend, it's not about words that we speak about. It's not about, you know, what we are. It is about something that we can do in return for the glory of God. And that's what God is doing. And we need to do practical. I need to be practical. And I thank God that he, he gave me that heart to be very practical of what I say, what I preach. And I need to go practice in the life of people in helping them and, and getting them something. You know, we are so busy as, as the ministry is with the school, with all kind of ministry you are doing. We are getting time and we are going out and we are doing God's work as he wants. Thirdly, we need to have a seeking heart. Remember, when we cry with our heart before God, we'll be obedient to what God has called us to do and we will seek him diligently. God, let your will be done. God, let your perfect will be done in my life today. I want to surrender to that so that your will be fulfilled in my life today. So we need to seek. Again, here, yeah, Psalms 119 verse 2, the Bible says, Blessed are they that keep the testimony and that seek him with the whole heart. You see, our testimony will speak loud. You don't need to just talk about it. It will speak loud when you do practice and when you do keep his word in, his, in your heart. It will do a great work in your life today. 119 verse 10, the Bible says, With my whole heart I have sought thee. Oh, let me not wander away from thy commandment. You know, many times we do that, isn't it? We wandered away from God's commandment. When God go, go here, we go there. When God said, do that, let pastors do it. We just want to know, think that we are doing what we're supposed to do. Many times we wander away from the commandment of God. Let us not do that. Let us not have his word in our hearts so that we don't wander from God's commandment. These children, then, they come to know Christ as we come to lead them to the Lord. This young boy, his mother was in our Sunday school class in, back in the 90s. The word was planted then, and he has the fruit now. Who's doing the work? God is doing his work when we do ours. Amen? Are you excited? Come on, get glad. Be excited, you know, and shout for God because you may have witnessed to somebody many years ago and you may think, ah, it's too hard. For you and I, yes, it is too hard for God. He will reach out one day and he'll surprise you. And he'll bring that and you will be surprised that, that many you have and you'll meet them in heaven. That is exciting. To know that God is working miraculously in the life of people today so that they can come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Psalms 119 verse 80, the Bible says, Let my heart be sound in thy status and not be ashamed, that I will not be ashamed. We shouldn't be ashamed of God. 
and his word and the excitement. Isn't that Peter? Yeah, I know. Peter has been working hard when he came to Fiji. Yeah, we are not ashamed. We need to work hard. We need to know that I am born again. And I know my Lord as my personal Savior. It is exciting that God has saved me. Jeremiah 29 verse 13, the Bible says, And ye shall ask, sorry, ye shall seek me and find me. And ye shall search me with all your heart. When we do that with all our heart, God is very close to us. He understands our pain. He understands our sorrow. He understands our difficulties. He understands all we go through. You don't need to even open your mouth. He knows it. And he wants to be there with you, comforting you and I. It's only that when we seek him and when we search him, and when we do those things, we see that we can reach out for the glory of God. Educate them God's word. And that's what I like about our school, that we're educating children with God's word. They come to know Christ. They come from Hindu background, Muslim background, and other. But they come to know Christ. They make difference when they go back. And they make difference when their parents see that, when others see them, this child has something different. You know, in, in a Hindu family, they don't pray before they eat. This little girl said, Dad, we need to pray before you eat. And the father said, oh, where she's learning that? She's learning God's word. We need to be very practical and setting an example even before that little child so that she or he can go and share that. And that's, you know, that excitement is that, you know, that children become a wonderful blessing in sharing God's word to them family that don't know Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, and, uh, 7 to 8, Bible says, Ask and it shall be given unto you, and seek and it shall find, and knock and it shall be opened unto you. The Bible says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that speak, uh, seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened to you. So God wants to do that in our life. He wants us to know that, you know, when we ask Him, when we seek Him, and when He knock the doors of heaven, He'll for the blessing to you. Has He? Can you testify the blessing of the Lord that how blessed I am today? God has blessed me with all that I have today because glory to God. He is the one who is able to do great things. But Hebrews 11 verse 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, we need to seek God diligently. It doesn't matter how busy we are. It doesn't matter how tired we are. It doesn't matter how painful we are. But when our hearts seek him diligently, we won't feel anything. He's there to guide us. Is there to lead us and is there to protect us. And the fourthly, we need to have a praying heart. When we cry to God with all our heart, we'll obey to do what God wants us to obey because we have an obedient heart. And when we do that, then we will be able to seek Him diligently. Because I obey God, I want to seek Him diligently. And when I do that, then I go before God through prayer. I mean prayer means 
we pray. We plead to God. We seek Him. Psalm 119, verse uh, 58, the Bible says, I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. We need to be asking God that he be merciful unto us. And that is the, our access to the holiness. Go before God. Spend some time. Pray to God that you've never prayed before. Let him speak to you as he gives you this utterance. He says in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22, let, me, let us draw nigh with a true heart. We go before God, but are we going before him with a true heart? Full of assurance of faith. That means I totally trust and depending on God. Not what I have or in the situation I am, but I'm totally depending on God as I go. As I go before him with a heart that's full of reality, I'm honest about myself. God, you know my heart. Let's open it up. With full assurance of faith, having our heart sprinkled with evil uh, from an evil conscience, and our body is washed with the pure water. We need to go. His word is going to cleanse us. His word is so precious to you and I, so that we can do that. You know, we were able to train that young man, and he's working full time, serving the Lord. Some of you know his name was Delish. You prayed for him many times. Today. He's serving God in different corners of Singatoka. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Some of you, he was a little boy when he grew up. He grew up in our church. He went to our college. He graduated. We ordained him as a pastor. Now he's serving God on the other corner. So there's the fruit of our labor. There's the fruit of your prayer and your giving. And these are the children that need their habit, you know. In closing, how many are excited about this part? Are you excited? Yeah, we come to a closing. Amen. Everybody wants to know that when you're going to stop there so that I can go home. But anyway, if you have listened, if you have remembered anything, let's consider this. That I will cry with all my heart. My needs, my difficulties, my problems whatever it may be, you're going today, that you will take it before God and you cry with all your heart. And you'll be obedient in your heart, saying to yourself, Lord, I have failed you. I know many times I've failed God. I failed you today. Lord, open my eyes that I may see, that I may not mingle with all those things of this world, I may not take this world seriously and be fearfully living my life. Let me live a life that is obedient. Let my heart that will be obedient to you so that I can seek you diligently with my whole heart as I go. So that your will be done in our life. So that you know I can come before your throne of grace and I can pray. And the Bible says, you know, if you faithfully pray, God will answer. Amen? God will answer. So I want to thank you with all my heart this morning for your prayers, for your support, for your encouragement that we get. 
You know, we are very encouragement when I receive emails, when I receive cards, when, when, when people say, Pastor, we are praying for you. Oh, that's, you know, I'm so excited. I have brethren who are faithfully praying. I have brethren who are faithfully doing their part for the glory of God so that we are able to go out and do what we are doing. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for each and every one of us here. We just pray, Lord, that you will be done. Help us, Lord, that we have this heart that you want us to have, that your word will always be there. I pray, Lord, that, Lord, if anyone doesn't know you as Lord and Savior or have been sitting and doing nothing about what we are supposed to do as born-again believers, I pray, God, that you'll challenge. You'll excite them, Lord. Help us, Lord, that we be doers of your word, not only hearers. We pray and we commend this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Pastor.